0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the BU Find Happy Podcast. My guest today is Holly Johnson at Miss Haldall on Instagram. And let me tell you one thing that I did not expect, and that is she is hysterical. <laughs> I literally felt like I was sitting in the living room having a cup of coffee and chatting about life with her. She's so raw and so real, and she is really blazing the path. She's Uh, quote-unquote OG in the way of hiking and all things outdoors in the Pacific Northwest. Plus, she works full-time as an executive assistant at an advertising agency in Seattle. So she's just really inspirational and doing incredible things for the hiking community. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did chatting with her, and I think that you will Also, we totally need your support. I am so thankful to each and every one of you who listen to this podcast weekly. Our ratings are growing. Our listeners are growing. And so thank you. Thank you for being here. If you're new to this podcast, please shoot us a rating, shoot us a comment, give us a like, hit subscribe. These things are so important for us to continue to get to produce this awesome podcast all about being you and finding happiness hi (laughs) I'm so glad it worked so excited to finally connect them
1: yeah me too thank you
0: you do a lot, actually. And that's one of the things that I was gonna ask you about. I mean, it I know that you have like a full time career in is it event
1: is it event or marketing or something like well, that? Well, I work at an advertising agency. Um, but oh. I'm an executive assistant. So I support the president of the company along with a couple other executives that we have there. Um and I've been with the company for almost five years now, I think, or four and a half, something along those lines. But um, Yeah, I mean, it's a full-time gig, Monday through Friday, and helps me to have a stable income and kind of a world totally separate of social media, which is really nice. Um, And that's in the Seattle area? It
0: is, yeah. I love Seattle. That's definitely my favorite city in America.
1: Ultimately, I mean, it's a great city, and we're surrounded by, you know, mountains in either direction, and... There's just a lot here in Washington for people who you know, especially anyone who loves the outdoors.
0: People always talk about the um the rain and, and whatnot. Ironically, right. I lived in that area for um I went to college up there for like half a year. And it, it, i guess it was La Niña Year and El Niño Year. I forget which, but we had Sun twenty four seven. Like no <laughs> rain.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I think generally speaking, it's nicer here than I think people Imagine. And whenever Seattle is, you know, kind of painted in the media, especially like if you see, you know, Seattle on a show or in the movies and stuff, they always kind of classically have this like dreary, like drizzly scene. And not to say we don't get that weather, but I don't think it's as common or, I mean, as frequent as. I think that would
0: bum me out. I, I'm in Northern California and I think yeah. that all that rain, I start to feel it for sure. Um, we we had a really rainy year this year. As a matter of fact, we had like torrential rains up until pretty much last week, which is That's what I unorthodox. saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy. But so, as, you know, people start to get kind of like, but although I visited Snoqualmie a couple of years ago mm. and it was that dreary weather, but I felt appropriate. You know, we had like a great <laughs> hotel and the right. coffee and it was like, oh yeah, it's all rainy and dreary. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it has its charm. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. I think perspective plays a lot into that. But you've actually mentioned that on a post before. I remember one of your posts that you said um, you do have a tough time in the winter sometimes because you can't get out and hike as much.
1: Um, I wouldn't even say it's about getting out and hiking. It's literally as I've gotten older, I mean, I, 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 mean, I will call it seasonal depression. I think that as I've gotten older, it continues to kind of get magnified a little bit every year or just a little bit worse. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's still one of those inexplicable things that doctors can't quite pinpoint what it is and if it's real and all that stuff. But around the same time every year and usually it's around mid-October I start feeling it and it's like bummed out <sighs> it's not even bummed out it's like it's just it feels like a little bit of a mild headache you're kind of always tired there's a lack of motivation there's just right. this, like fog that kind of takes over a little bit and so it's not just like oh i don't like the weather i can't go outside as much i think what it is is it's a it's a light like how much light we actually get and it kind of flips a switch or something along those lines so if doctors can't pin, can't pinpoint it i sure as shit can't either but um But it does seem to happen once we get, like, I want to say it's, like, under 11 or, like, 10 and a half hours of daylight, and then it kind of only gets worse as the as our days get shorter so
0: and I think prob I think you're probably right on I mean I think humans didn't used to they they used to operate more within the limitations of the sun you know mm-hmm. and not like force ourselves to stay up or right you know with like we have I mean lights are fake you know that's a fake stimulus yeah. really yeah definitely I think that's definitely something I know for me as a mom um when I started because I worked up until like the you know the end of my pregnancy and then yeah. I I didn't and then I would stay home I stayed home with him for a few years and so when I would get off of wo- I w- when I would get off of work before at in the wintertime, I would feel that like oh it's dark when I'm driving home this is, you know mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of draggy assy but after having him I didn't really have that sense of you know, my workday was based on the sun and what he yeah. was doing and all of that. And so it kind of diminished actually. So I think you're mm-hmm. right on.
1: Well, and I went to Hawaii one year for Christmas um, and I was, you know, gone for like a week and a half or something. And it was, you know, I mean, of course like going on vacation and especially going somewhere tropical. I mean, that's like a mood enhancer right there, but um, landing, you know, in Honolulu and you know, instantly it was like my seasonal depression was gone and it wasn't noticeable at all through the trip. And then as soon as I like landed, like the next morning when I woke up, you felt it, it was pretty much just back. Oh. Um, and so, I mean, and, 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 I really just, I think it has to do with, yeah, like kind of the amount of daylight we're getting. I do feel that like somewhere along like February, even though I don't even know that we're getting enough daylight then either, but I start to kind of at least either get used to it or like snap out of it a little bit. So, Mm -hmm. But yeah, the the fall is, is a little challenging for me.
0: You know, I didn't even think about that. When we go up to Alaska, we go up to Alaska every summer and it's light out until like 10 or 11 at night. And and even in that way, it's kind of wacky. Like I feel, I feel this weird sense of like, I'm super tired right? I'm still up and doing things and sometimes even out on a hiking trail.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's it's a weird sensation. Yeah. I definitely, I'm, I totally
1: agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, but I mean, now that I kind of can recognize what it is even though it still takes me by surprise every year like I typically feel like I'm getting sick for a good week before I'm like oh that's right it's my seasonal depression it (laughs) is yeah
0: (laughs) so So maybe it's a good time to go in and 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 do that kind of cozy stuff. Maybe that's a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. I don't. I mean, I know there's the the common saying of there's no no bad gear or no wait no bad weather, only bad gear or something. Right. Like those lines. But <laughs> hey, like I'm good with you know hunkering down and being cozy and taking care of myself just fine.
0: <laughs> Speaking of of gear, I have yeah. to ask because so did you wear the shirt for seven days?
1: But- oh, I did. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, somebody was like, you didn't sleep in it, did you? I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big proponent of, you know, not washing my clothes that often anyway. Yeah. I try to rewear you know, my jeans as often as I need to. And I mean, and of course, if they smell or if I spill something on them, that's a whole different ballgame. But um, I live in an apartment building that has you know 40 50 units and we only have two washers and dryers oh, like, wow. the Whole yeah. building so I actually save up my laundry and then every like three weeks I go to, I go down to <laughs> visit my sister and I do my laundry there <laughs> a whole day yeah, yeah she smart. calls me she's always like oh you're like my you know third <laughs> child home from college or something like that so um so I don't I don't wash my clothes like super frequently you know anyway but yeah when the campaign came across my well in my inbox I suppose um for the icebreaker challenge to wear the same shirt for seven days I was like yep sign me up like not only I mean was it a really good campaign and educational and important in you know today's world but um I was kind of like oh this is this heck this yeah, is-. yeah I barely made I barely me, washed kidding? my clothes anyway <laughs>
0: I know I think I think it's definitely like I'm the same way unless I get super sweaty or something like yeah. especially if it's like work clothes that are you know like dry clean only or I right very few dry clean only but yeah uh, so I bought I bought one from your yeah. from your post, and I haven't worn it yet. But um, ironically, I washed it. <laughs> I <got> it. <laughs> but I'm going on a four day backpacking trip in the Sierra Buttes. yeah and so I'm. and That's what I'm planning to live in. So
1: good. Yeah, that's I cool. mean, I think so. And it's kind of like you know, people ask me, you know, am I a sweaty person? Am I a smelly person, and all that stuff? And I mean, really, it kind of just depends, like. I think that I I think we don't really realize it but when we do wear synthetics that it's easier to be to get sweatier or to, or to potentially be smellier like I have times when I like wear a t-shirt and later that day you know I do the arm sniff and I'm like oh god Ugh. <laughs> like, yeah you know yeah. and all I did was go to work it didn't you know totally. do anything major so I think that there's certain you know blends and fabrics that can really kind of you know unfortunately enhance our our body odor
0: I totally um, agree with that and I was just you know, talking to my husband about like what did they do in the olden days they wore their clothes for days and days and days so something's different it's gotta be
1: right you know. so yeah this honestly the shirt was the shirt was amazing I mean and and like I was honest in the post where I'm like now do I really want to wear the same shirt for a week no but I right. love the idea of being able to wear like a natural fabric that is naturally odor resistant and you know, when you wear it once and you know, put it back in the drawer if you didn't, you know, spill your coffee all over yourself, right? <laughs> totally, really. Totally. To me it was the more amazing feat <laughs> when I think about <laughs> the fact that I didn't I didn't spill anything on myself. So. Yeah, I don't know I'd
0: make it seven days that way. I'd have a huge <laughs> oh, yeah. mustard drop or something. <laughs> That's funny. And so so a little about you, you're a you're into video games. You like you like video gaming. Do you do that <laughs> on a daily basis or how does that fit into your schedule?
1: Oh my gosh. And, you know, it depends on the game. I- or I guess kind of what's going on in my life Um, I try not to play video games like in the summer and all that kind of stuff but um... but yeah like I grew up you know like a lot of kids playing video games um my sister and I used to get off the bus and then like race home to get to the Nintendo and start playing Mario <laughs> and Luigi and stuff and so Save I the was princess. <laughs> yeah I was you know in elementary school when we first got you know the Nintendo um and then it just kind of was something that you know, we continued to play, like, all through our childhood. My sister and I lived in an apartment together. Um, I was in community college, and she was at university. And we... I remember we got our first Xbox, and we would just <laughs> dork out on weekends and play, you know, video games and first-person shooters and stuff. And so it's just kind of been something that's been a part of my life for forever. Um, and even... You know, I'll go down and visit my sister, and while we're doing, you know, my while I'm doing laundry, laundry <laughs> uh, you know, we're playing we're playing video games, and you know, taking and the kids are playing with us and stuff. So it's just something that's kind of been a big part of my family, um, and and we do it together. So it's not just this, you know, thing where you know he, people kind of look at video games as something that like you check out of you know social environment it's it's
0: interesting because I've I've been following you on Instagram for a couple years and I don't know how long you've been on I'd love to hear that backstory yeah but um I remember the first time you posted something I think it was like shortly after they introduced stories and you posted something about gaming and I'm like what this is not (laughs) not even possible I was so like bamboozled I couldn't believe it I'm like here's this like super outdoorsy like you know badass hiking chick and she's a gamer like
1: (laughs) it was was mind-blowing yeah I um I I haven't really been in like I mean I'll always love video games um I haven't played much lately as I'm just it kind of just depends on if there's a game I'm really interested in so you know there's sometimes it's just there's not a lot kind of going on and right now I've I've been waiting for a sequel to a video game to come out for the last like oh my gosh like eight years basically so I'm in waiting (laughs) but I have a lot of mobile games that keep me entertained
0: (laughs) yeah I'm a wordscaper so (laughs) oh okay yeah I'm one of those
1: (laughs) yeah that's funny
0: and I get really mad when they have like you know abbreviations and stuff like
1: that I've never really been very good at the word games and stuff, but uh, (laughs) But there's some, there's some pretty fun stuff on. I mean, it's kind of amazing what you can find, you know, the apps these days and the the graphics and all that stuff. It's just kind of outstanding.
0: It really is. I mean, people can really entertain themselves wherever they are, anytime. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately with our mobile devices. Right.
0: Right. So you, you <laughs> talk about, you talk about kind of like the disconnecting, um, from certain things in your life and reconnecting it was a post you had not too long ago actually I'm trying to think about when it was like I said I've been jotting notes for so long now Um, (laughs) but you said you need to give yourself time and space to think and I loved that and I wanted to understand better for you is is being in the mountains and being on hiking trails that way that you disconnect or how does that work for you
1: yeah um I mean it kind of depends I think that I if I'm hiking for me can be one of two things and one it can be a social you know um activity that i do with friends or family um or i go by you know i can go by myself and and that's i think when i have those like really therapeutic times um and sometimes i have to like schedule almost like schedule that where um You know, I don't, I don't plan anything with a friend or something, but, but I mean, I get overwhelmed, like kind of easily with the amount that I have going on with like my regular job and then feeling the pressures of social media and needing to kind of keep up and create. And, and of course, like with that also comes getting out, you know, getting outside, um, which is fantastic but there's there's often when I just I feel so kind of overwhelmed with what's going on in a busy schedule that I just I have to like take take things off my calendar and and just give myself that kind of room to breathe Um, I'm not somebody that likes to have something going on like every day that actually will like freak me out
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, yep I can. So, so people often talk about, you know, how your strength when you are hiking alone. Do you remember yeah. your first kind of like alone hike? Like a real hike? Like, I mean, I, I'm not talking like a little, you know, half mile loop trail kind of thing, but like a real right. long hike. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, a couple things kind of come to mind, but like when I, when I started hiking, I I didn't have any outdoor friends. So, I mean, I was doing it alone anyway. And there was a a trail that was, you know, 15 minutes from where I lived. And so, uh, I mean, it's a real hike. It's just... it didn't it felt more like training I suppose you know I was getting on the trail to just sort of get used to hiking by myself if that makes sense so you know it's like I think four or five miles round trip or something it doesn't it's mostly in the (laughs) actually I think it's all in the forest and then it basically takes you up to a (laughs) non-viewpoint so I looked at it more as just like exercise and And just getting used to like, you know, going, like being out there, you know, by myself, even though, you know, you're, you're by yourself, but there's tons of people, you know, still like coming and going like on the trail and stuff. So not necessarily alone, but, um, yeah, I think a couple months later I did a hike down, um, actually on the, uh, on the Columbia river on the Washington side. So right, right. Basically where Oregon and Washington meet, um, there was a hike called Ham or is a hike called Hamilton Mountain, and that I I'm pretty sure that that was the first one that I really kind of considered like my first solo hike, yeah. um, beyond just the the training trail, you know that was 20 minutes from where I lived. So, um and I mean I think with each which with each solo hike they just felt easier and I felt stronger and more and more proud of myself that I was kind of continuing this like newfound passion without anybody to to go with me so and that was that was just a new experience for me in general like not only just getting out and hiking um but doing something alone that wasn't something that wasn't something I thought I would enjoy
0: yeah, I think that I I think that a lot of times um we fill ourselves with other people because we don't we don't want to face ourselves alone, you know, yes. with be alone with our thoughts. Yeah. And I think I think it can be so powerful. I know some of my biggest aha moments or my most mm-hmm. even just like, "Oh, I need to do that" or I didn't think of it this way have come right. hiking trails alone.
1: Right. And you and you overnight alone as well? I do. Um I I haven't done it as much, I think, as a lot of people assume I have. Um, I'm trying to think. I didn't even get out on a single solo backpacking trip last summer, which is kind of amazing. I mean, I I wish I would have been able to because they have been my favorite, like some of my favorite trips. But... um... (laughs) somewhere along the way I developed quite a few hiking friends and so there's, only, there's <laughs> only so many weekends you know and it was just it, you know sometimes you just get planning and the next thing you know you are summers you know basically filled up with plans with people um and that's not a bad thing at all but yeah I've I've loved the solo backpacking trips that I've been able to go on and and of course it took me a few years to go from day hiking by myself, um to being able to go out and, you know, feel comfortable overnighting by myself or just even having that like strong desire to go do it. Um and and
0: so how do you get these these awesome photos? Do you use like a timer or how do you do that to get these great pictures when you're by yourself?
1: Um I over the years it's kind of grown um a little bit, but I I used to just, I mean, up until I had about 50,000 followers, I was only using my phone and I was using a little like tripod, you know, for, for my phone. And I think I downloaded an app that you know had like a a timer or something on it so you push the button then yes it used to be as simple as that um and then and then as I you know got more into photography I would yeah just take a tripod out with me and then I bought a remote shutter um which I've now thankfully graduated to like an intervalometer so I can like plug that into the camera and like hit a button and it just will take pictures, you know, a picture every two seconds, three seconds, whatever it is you want. So that's something that's new for me though.
0: What Um, is that called?
1: I I hope I'm saying it right. An intervalometer. Wow. I'm writing this down. (laughs) So it's just like, it looks like, it looks like a small like TV remote um, and it has a little wire. And so you plug it into the camera and then you can kind of adjust, you know, the various settings that you want. But right now I have it set and I've only used it a few times, but um, I have it set to basically take a picture every like three seconds. Um so that is making my life a lot easier because I used to just like point this you know like remote shutter at the camera which I could only be 10 feet maybe 12 feet away from the camera and then I'd have to like run in place or act natural (laughs) or something like that so the intervalometer has really stepped my game up (laughs) or it will anyway I've, I've only used it a couple times but so far I'm in love
0: Watch out world. I'm getting an amateur. Yes. yes.
1: (laughs) I mean, sometimes I have my friends help me. (laughs) What's that? I've burnt out that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I used to, I've asked friends to help me before. um, And sometimes that works out. And sometimes it doesn't. And yeah. I just, I, I would hate when I felt frustrated, right? <laughs> like, you're not, you're not getting it. <laughs> I'm like, I've,
0: I've so been exactly, I'm like, really, really? That's where, that's how you took it. Like, I totally described my vision and
1: that's what you yep. took. <laughs> yep. I've even like, I'll take an example photo and I'm like, just like this. Just, and then I'm hold like, it right here. <laughs> I'm like literally there's 75% sky what are you doing (laughs) so in order to save some friendships I was just really like I I just I try to take I try to take the pictures myself Um, it just makes me feel I don't know better more in control (laughs) like
0: totally Totally. So, so what is yeah. so what does your family think of all of this? How have they handled your your Insta
1: success? I don't think they got it for a long time. Like, I don't think they even understood what it was. I mean, especially like my my grandma has no freaking clue. Like, she knows that I work <laughs> with brands, but I mean that's it like she does not really get it beyond that but she still thinks it's really cool so that's neat um when did you when did you start I started well I mean I think I think I started kind of um turning my page into like the hiking theme probably in like 2014 or 15 I can't Honestly, and then it remember.
0: really took off after that. Was yeah,
1: like I mean, it of? took a little while, of course. But I mean, um I probably let's see, it's I'm like, what year is it now? Um I've been working with brands for the last probably three years, I think. Wow. Um yeah, it kind of took a while. I think now now micro influencers, which are, you know, smaller accounts, usually it's, it's accounts under a hundred thousand, but I mean, it can be anything, even, you know, accounts with 10,000 followers, micro influencers are, uh, much more, it's just a, a much more prominent thing than it was even three years ago. Like I remember some brands reaching out to me back when I had like thirty thirty thousand. 30,000 followers or something and they wouldn't they wouldn't pay or anything until i had 50,000 followers whereas now i think accounts that are smaller are you know can still make you know decent money and stuff because and they should you know i mean i think all advertising and the time it takes to take photos and stuff whether you have an account that has 10,000 followers or 300,000 followers like it's still the same amount of work that's going into it so really the only fluctuating factor should be audience size
0: I, I, love that about like knowing your worth and having, and having an appreciation for what, for what you are worth. I think a lot of people don't realize that or, or sell themselves short, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it took, it took me a little bit because, you know, I think once, you know, once you have a social following and a brand reaches out to you, I mean, it kind of doesn't even matter what brand it is, but they're like, Hey, we like, we like what you're doing and we want to send you something. It feels right. good. Right? right. Like, Right. Um, But, you know, then I kind of realized I was, you know, in the beginning, I was taking time out of, you know, my my special time with nature and hiking and all that stuff to get photos for companies that obviously weren't actually valuing like the time I was I was putting into it, you know, so is it really worth. 50 or 75 bucks, to, right? Or, or or just a really bad t-shirt, you know, like right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it kind of it took a while and I again, I think today it's different for smaller accounts and all that kind of stuff that they're actually able like I think the value is there and I think it's more widely recognized, but um yeah. It, it took a while before I was able to kind of find that value and realize like that my time was precious, and I wanted to make sure I was really only aligning myself with with brands that I wanted to and brands that valued me. That's awesome. I think
0: that's such a great message too. I mean, to make sure that you're staying true to who you are and what you actually
1: would yeah, would wear
0: yeah. for seven days or whatever, you know. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. And
0: and your brand, your brand sponsors. I, I mean, I personally have have followed those links because they're awesome. They're really good quality. Like being an actual hiker myself, you know. I'm yeah. like, Yes, I need that. That
1: is great. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. I'm glad because they I think it's so funny like sometimes sometimes you know we as influencers will work with companies that you know maybe it makes sense for us but as our you know an audience member might go oh you're a sellout you know or something right along those lines and and I the the thing is is that people don't people don't realize like how much stuff I turned down like oh yeah it's, there's so much garbage that comes oh, yeah. through. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I could easily be making double what I'm making um, or more if I accepted, you know, everything. But there's right. so much stuff I'm not willing to put in front of my audience um, or I'm not willing to compromise, you know, my values. And, you know, I mean, recently I had, I can't even remember what company it was, but it was bottled water. And I'm like... No. No. Nope. <laughs> That's <laughs> a hard no.
0: On the trail. Yeah. That's
1: a hard no. Um <laughs> I had Clinique reach out to me about doing a campaign um that was going to pay pretty, pretty good money, but I.
0: You're vegan.
1: I well, yeah, and I mean, I look for products, especially that I'm putting on my skin. I want things that are non toxic, you know, and right. that are socially right. and environmentally conscious. So right, and don't do animal testing and all that. Yeah, so I mean, right. it was it was an easy no for me. So, um, there's a lot of stuff that gets turned down because we really, I think most people, um really put a lot of thought into what's gonna what's gonna make sense and resonate with our audience you know and and that doesn't feel like we're really compromising our values not everybody but a lot of us do
0: I think that's fantastic you know I mean it's such it's such a unique industry and it's growing in so many incredible ways that I think you're really trailblazing you know what will be for the next generation of instagram influencers you know
1: yeah i mean i hope so <laughs> it's kind of weird i have some people that will every once in a while tell me i'm kind of like an og uh especially like the, <laughs> the, the hiking the hiking you know i mean like yeah. the, the you know sadly the the whole picture of the you know the girl that you just see the back of their head like that you know i was one of the originals to kind of start those I don't know that that's true but you know but I mean when I got into when I got into turning my page solely into like this like female themed hiking page of just you know pretty landscapes you know and me you know in the back of my head basically um you know I don't I don't remember I don't remember seeing other accounts and being like yes I want I want to be like that, you know, or something, or I want to have something that looks like that. So, so maybe, I mean, I remember Uh, when I don't, do you follow around the world girl? No, I don't. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. She and I are friends and we. Uh, she was somebody that I uh, came across back when I had, like, 2,000 followers, and she held, like, 2,500 followers. And uh, and she also had a page that was kind of, like, female, outdoorsy, uh, hiking and stuff. And and so we kind of came up uh, in this whole influencer together. world together. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of been an interesting... Right, I suppose. Well, so
0: I remember. I'm I'm just kind of reflecting as you're talking because my first um, couple pictures like that, like you know, I had my arms out with my fingers spread yeah. back in like 2007, 2006. <laughs> but I posted them on Facebook. You know, Instagram wasn't around, right? And I was kind of like the dork. <laughs> you know? like, like I was like that weird hippie hiking girl, like <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, and I'm thinking like, damn it, why didn't I just stick with it?
1: You know? Totally. That, I mean, who knew it was going to become this like pretty gigantic trend? um Where you know, I think I had a, I had a post a while back where I was just kind of like talking about like the wander babe theme, like that's kind oh, of. Yeah. <laughs> It's huge and it's seemingly never ending. There is no shortage of wander babes out there.
0: It's crazy. It's really wild. My husband <laughs> and I were just joking about this when when I first started dating him. He yeah would take me fishing, and we you know we'd do little YouTube videos and stuff. And same thing. Now girls with rods is like a thing. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> but back then I was that weird girl that was touching bloody fish. And- right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. At the end of the day i'm always just so glad that I, I i can look back and like my hiking my love for hiking and like that whole i guess if you want to call it a career or whatever i mean it hiking started well before instagram for me so i'm always very happy about that um you know because it just it doesn't blur the line between like what came first and stuff so luckily like I was hiking well before Instagram even was a thing so wow yeah that's, bit, it's that's been a big I part of my too. life for a while
0: that kind of leads me into something else that I, I remember this a while back. And I really I was I was like, that is so honorable of her. So so same thing being a hiker, like way before Instagram and stuff. I've noticed over the years, the trails have just gotten crazy with people that are just there for like the photo and leave, you know, shit tons of stuff lying around when they when they they don't pack out, you know, kind of deal. And right. I remember one of your posts, you're like, don't ask me where I am. I'm telling you, Washington State for a reason. I'm, right. I'm not going to be specific in my post because my respect for nature is larger than Instagram or whatever. And I'd love for you to elaborate on that a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, you know, there is a a real push pull mentality with the you know the geotagging. I mean, for one, I just when I began hiking. I took to the internet, of course, like here in Washington, we have a website that is called Washington Trails Association. And there is plentiful information, you know, on different hikes. Um, You know, there's, there's write ups on everything, how to get there, uh, all the regulations. And then of course, there's trip reports. So we're kind of constantly able to peruse to see where people have been recently. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is it is probably Washington. Like it it is the greatest resource in Washington for hikers. And then of course, you know, guidebooks have been around since I don't know the what the 70s, 80s. Yeah. Something along those lines. Right. Um, Yeah. So there's great information there. And as I was hiking well before Instagram, I didn't have social media to go get, you know, inspiration or to demand like, where is this? you know i thought right. it out and i put the time and the effort in every week to figure out where i was going to go on the weekends so a little mm-hmm. bit kind of comes from that like but then as my account has grown i mean not of course i have 300,000 followers not everybody not all of those people see it. I mean, I think generally speaking, we only, you know, I only reach like a third of my following um each right. time I post, but that is still and and who knows how many of those actually live in Washington or are hikers or all that kind of stuff. Right. But, I mean, it is there's a responsibility there. I I believe to not blast out any one individual location um It just seems, yeah, it just seems really irresponsible. Um, So I I don't. Um, And I hope people will put in the the effort to figure out where it is that they want to go and not just expect that they're going to find it on Instagram. Um, So I actually use the comment filters. I don't know if you're aware of comment filters on Instagram, but it's a setting where you can manually enter in words or phrases that no that don't show up um on oh, your wow. posts. <laughs> and oh, wow. So I actually started using it because I was getting so fed up with people that would just comment and say, where is this? What trail is this? What lake is this? Like that those kind of things. You know, some were just as <laughs> simple as where question mark. And, right. and so I actually have all all of those, even some that are like misspelled, like word is this word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't, I just, I don't, I don't deal with it anymore. I don't see, I hardly ever see it, um, which is kind of nice. Cause it was just getting really out of hand, I think for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. Um, I know for me, I, we used to hike, so I live right at the border of Desolation Wilderness. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of near Breeze actually. <laughs> oh yeah and we have we have a golden too he's 11 and a half he's like looked exactly like marley so oh sweet i know (laughs) i know she just had her first solo paddle and i was like i felt. i just felt her post so intensely but um oh i know i texted her right after that (laughs) yeah she's gonna have to be on the podcast someday and share marley's story because it's (laughs) yeah it is it really is um, but yeah, so we used to go to this place and I'll just say it cause it's closed now, but it's, um, yeah. it's called university falls and it's this okay. really epic, like waterfalls down multiple granite rocks. And, um, I went there about seven or eight years ago and we were hiking all the time and yes. uh, there was just trash everywhere. And somebody, the last fall, you really can't go off without dying. And somebody went off and they had to be lifelighted out and the, these people would park all over the place just I mean it's a highway and they would just park everywhere so the forestry service actually shut it down they like gated it up locked it down and it made me so sad because it was the place we went when I was a kid you know like we've been hiking there for years so I think I think I think that's good that you're that you're having that element of responsibility I think that's amazing
1: yeah I mean I've I've obviously firsthand seen that trails have gotten a lot busier um in the last like five years or so and i've you know witnessed a lot more garbage i've packed out a lot more garbage um and yeah i mean we're the trails are going to continue to get busier um and I'm still an advocate of getting outside because it is done. I I think we as humans, like we need it. We shouldn't be cooped up in buildings. Like we need nature. Totally agree. And we need yeah. nature to care about nature. Yeah. So I am an extreme advocate for getting outside and getting into it and a part of it and learning to love it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I want to tell a hundred thousand people exactly where this one spot is. <laughs>
0: Right. Totally. Totally. Um, One of the, one of the things recently that I was so impressed with was you went to Patagonia and which I got to hear about, you're going to have to tell me about that. My brother works for Patagonia and that, so that's always somewhere we kind of want to go. Yeah. um, But your edits were off the hook. I've seen so many pictures of Patagonia and yours were like I mean, they were stellar, so beautiful. So, how how do you kind of how do you do your edits? Like, what's I mean, don't give away your secrets or anything, but how do you kind of do that?
1: (laughs) Oh, you're sweet. I mean, I I feel like I didn't even love the. I mean, I love some of the pictures that I got from Patagonia, but I mean, it's such a photogenic area anyway. But I'd love to go back and kind of try again because doing i don't think i got a single like real sunset you know or anything like that But, um but so the editing keep it easy um and it's something that is actually kind of hilarious that i felt embarrassed about for a long time because it made me feel like i wasn't actually i don't know considered like a legit uh photographer which You know, maybe I'm not, but, um, as I've, you know, kind of really realized that, you know, what I do is so much more social based that I don't, I don't really have the time to sit down and do everything on, on my computer. So I, I really utilize the mobile applications and like Snapseed is one of my favorites. Um, I do use the Lightroom app. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I use some of the editing just in Instagram too.
0: But. Wow, that's crazy. Well, you're you're a really good photographer. Then that's what it's coming down <laughs> to. <laughs> Thank They're you. So fantastic. Yeah, I love your edits. Are off the hook. Um, and and so, how do you think you're, you know, talking about the balance and the pressures of of your social media and still having a job? How how are you kind of balancing all of this?
1: I. Sometimes don't know that I am. (laughs) keeping it real—that's awesome. Sometimes don't know that I am. Um, You know, sometimes I find that I'm at my regular job and I've got too much social media stuff kind of happening or on my brain, which isn't. Are you there? Are you there?
0: Oh, (laughs) I lost you. You just like went into Neverland. Um, I don't.
1: I don't know what happened, but suddenly I was like, okay. I don't think she said anything in a moment. And then I looked at my screen and it had been dictating
0: what I was saying. Okay. Well, it'll be really interesting to see how that pans out when I listen. What the (laughs) heck? Okay, so where do... I don't even know. I think where we left off is you were saying (laughs) that uh, you're not sure that you have 100% balance. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was so funny. I literally had, like... I looked at my phone and there was an entire page just filled with all this stuff I had just said. Now I can't even remember <laughs> what that was. But maybe you can cut and paste it and use it in your
0: next caption. No, now it's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> I was just like, what oh, um, I'll have to report that to them. I've never even heard of that before.
1: <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> but it was so weird, too, because obviously it took me away from our conversation. You couldn't hear what I was saying, right? Yeah, I was
0: like, I think she muted me. I, <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear a word. Oh, that's <laughs> so
1: funny. That's so funny.
0: But um, so, yes. <laughs> so on that note, though, you, you, you talk a lot about being yourself fully and like allowing the process to unfold. Um, it comes across a lot on your profile. What do you think for, about people who maybe are limiting themselves who are who are afraid to just be who they are?
1: Oh gosh um, that's kind of a little bit of a can of worms, but um, I think I think it's just it's so easy. Um, it's so easy to just kind of get wrapped up in in the surface level, you know of, of, of it all, you know, especially when we're talking about you know social media and whatnot um, because a lot of times it is just like for some people it is just pictures and uh, you know very uh light-hearted I don't want to say shallow in a negative way but just you know surface right. level kind of caption and all that stuff and there's there is a there is a lot of that and there's nothing wrong with that um but I think that I think what we're seeing is an extreme oversaturation of I, of just everyone, <laughs> I mean, like not reality. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, of of there's just there's so many people that are obviously on social media, and it's so easy to kind of grow a large audience. Um. But I'm kind of surprised sometimes at how how many people kind of don't dig a little bit deeper um, and, and the ones really required to share anything they don't want to share. So I think that that's, that's okay. But I find more and more as I scroll through the feeds that I'm following is that I want more. I want more. Yeah. And, and it's not pointed at any one individual, but, um, right. but I do, I think generally speaking, like I want more and I think a lot of people want more. I'm kind of, uh, you know, I've sort of been guilty of falling into the, uh, you know, falling into the theme of trying to trying to post like the perfect picture or trying to get the perfect picture, and and that's that's not that's not where I want to be anymore. Um, that was something that really kind of stressed me out for a long time, anyway, because I didn't feel like I was actually capable of getting like the perfect picture. So I always was comparing. All that, but I get so much more enjoyment out of the posts that I do where I'm able to just, I don't know, share a little bit more realism, authentic, like, like
0: authenticity yeah. with
1: people. And even if, and even when you look back, like two or three posts and it's a picture of me and my cat, like, right, I know. And, you know, I literally just like set the camera up and I, you know, my little intervalometer and I had it taking pictures and, I think that's how I first connected with you was because
0: your cat looks like my cat.
1: Ah, yes. <laughs> Remember, I bought the banana. Oh, my God. It, yeah. She's is obsessed banana. with the banana. That is by far her favorite toy. Yeah, Stilly, too. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But, but I love that.
0: I've actually taken, and not right now because I'm kind of in this like growth period, but um, yeah. I actually had disconnected myself from a lot of the feeds that didn't have any part of themselves that was coming out yeah you know I I see a lot um these couples that are kind of traveling the world and that they're just like on a tree swing in Bali and I'm Mm -hmm. like well that's great but like is your marriage like that every day (laughs) like
1: yeah yeah it's it's so easy sometimes to fall into like I don't want to call it a trap or anything like that but I mean I've definitely been guilty. Of like kind of making quick decisions on who I follow, and you just see some you know beautiful imagery and all that kind of stuff, and you're like, oh, this is great, you know, I want to follow this, and maybe it's just for some kind of you know inspirational yeah. or you know, yeah. not, it's not sorry, like maybe it's it's photo inspiration or right. like right all that you know whatever it is, but yeah, eventually. I'm kind of like, I'll look at accounts and I'm just like, why am I I following this?
0: Right. I'm getting triggered by this constant like, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think like, as we as adults kind of start to navigate, I mean, we've been navigating it for a while, but I think as we kind of understand what social media is really doing, you know, to us, um, I think we're looking to find healthier ways to interact with it. And I think some of that comes from... Stepping away from the perfect, the perfect stuff that we're seeing or so used to seeing that was so successful and probably still will be for a long time, but totally, you know, I've I've seen my engagement, you know, dip and um, you know I'm not really growing anymore and my posts aren't doing as well as they used to. And I mean, I know that happens. That's, that's happened to a lot of people, but um,
0: yeah. And it's probably a saturation
1: issue too. I think
0: there's just a lot more people like spread out or whatever. Yeah.
1: And, and I'd rather follow less accounts that, you know, actually where, where I get something out of it, you know, and it, it really does inspire me or educates me or, you know, just makes me feel good that kind of stuff doesn't make because I'm trying to really pay attention to how I do feel when I see a post or somebody's feed or their words and that sort of stuff and if it does kind of you know bring up a little bit of like negativity like you know, maybe, it, and that's not on them. That's you know more on me. But right. I think putting our mental health first and kind of you know paying attention to if there's if there's people that we follow where we get those you know those comparison um, pangs and and it makes us feel a little bit less. Like you don't need to see it. Like it's not their right. fault. That's you know right. that's fine. It is, it on, is on us. Yeah. But we have to own that, and yeah. it's our you know responsibility to kind of do something about it.
0: I remember not too long ago, it might've been a few months ago now, you, um, you had posted something and said you were feeling a little disconnected from your feed and you started doing more just you and, and you and the cat and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I really appreciated that. And I wondered what your feedback was going to be like from that. Cause I remember you kind of posted to everybody, like, uh, would you like to see more stuff like this?
1: Right. Yeah, it was overall it was good I mean it's kind of funny because I have noticed that when I post things like that there's sort of a little bit of a mass exodus like there are a lot of people that are like nope and you know and that's okay like there's you know some people don't really want to get personal and don't want to see your regular life and they do just want those like pretty photos Um, and so sometimes it happens but you know I have to kind of keep going back to the fact that like I would I would rather have a smaller following that actually like is engaging and interacts mm-hmm. with me and my life not just hiker holly right um, um, than, you know, a large following that doesn't give a shit. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Now I'm I'm kind of in a struggle right now because you know, the traditional way I'm an author or psychotherapist and the traditional way of selling books and stuff just isn't, yeah. you don't load up your trunk with books and drive around the United States anymore. This is not a thing, you know? Right. And so I really am needing to grow this platform to, to probably see the level of success that I want to see. And it's, it's a little intimidating trying to kind of maneuver yeah. that Staying true to me and being authentic and still existing in my regular life, but also having a more curated feed and you know that kind of stuff. It's it's been a challenge. So I can only imagine how it must be for you. The pressure there.
1: Yeah it it there is there is a lot of pressure and I just kind of have to slough it off a lot. I mean I used to give into it and I. I mean, gosh, I went through a period of time where I was basically having a mild panic attack before I posted anything just <laughs> just because I was always so worried about like how it would perform. Did I edit it the right way? Did I say the right thing? Did I right. like uh, I don't know. It was it's actually kind of embarrassing, but yeah, there was I mean, my heart would just like pound. Um so yeah, there there's a there's a lot of pressure to, you know, to kind of just keep, keep it up. Like you sort of have to, if I want to continue this as a career where I'm working with brands, I can't obviously just post sponsored content when, and if it comes through, like I right, have to right. kind of keep up, um, keep, take, keep taking pictures, keep sharing them, keep, you know, coming up with captions. Hopefully sometimes they're meaningful and lengthy and <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's nice now, on that note, you have a big trip coming up, right? Costa Rica. Can you can you tell everybody about that?
1: I do. Um, so yeah, it's pretty exciting. In terms of this is actually a host a trip I'm hosting, which is I don't. It's either. I mean, I hope it's going to be a blast. Um,
0: It will be, for sure.
1: (laughs) I'm doing the trip, uh, working with a company called Trova Trip. And so they basically handle all the logistics and itinerary for these trips. And so they put it all together. um, And then I kind of advertise it to my audience and sort of see who who wants to come to Costa Rica and adventure with me. So some of these times, you know, some of these trips, they, you know, photographers will use them as like photo workshops and all that kind of stuff. But um, I'm, I just want to like get to know people. So and plus, I couldn't teach a photography workshop to save my life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even I'm not even kidding. Like I mess around with all the controls and kind of figure out what it is I want. And I'm like, cool, but I couldn't tell you like anything about <laughs> anything. So, so yeah. My best pictures are accidents too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, oh, that worked out. I'm going to use that little next sign and then it yep. like
1: not. it's not. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I definitely still have a lot to learn in terms of, of just basics, but, um, but I keep at it. Um, Nobody anyway, would yes.
0: ever know by looking at your feet. <laughs> Holy moly. If I could suck as good as you are, that would be awesome. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> thank you thank you yeah my my dad always said I had a natural eye for photography and I don't I mean I I'll take the I'll take the compliment but yes in terms of like like the actual like tools of the camera like I (laughs) couldn't give you a good description of like what a lot of things do <laughs> i i literally live in speed what's mode. iso i don't know it has something yeah. to do with the amount of light maybe i think, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah so yeah so a photography workshop we're not really my jam um but so, right? you're trippy. gonna have a lot of exploring and it, yeah, it's we're gonna do some we're gonna do some hiking. There's some um zip lining and canyoning, cany canyoneering, canyoning. I don't know if that I don't I don't know which one's a word, um and and just. Yeah, just kind of hanging out. So far, 17, 17 people have signed up. So That's fantastic. The, the how do people how 20. do
0: people sign up? How, how if they're interested in going to Costa Rica with you? Where are they interested
1: in go? going? In going to Costa Rica with me? Um, first of all, the trip is the week before Thanksgiving, so it's in November, um, and I think we actually get home like oh like six days before Thanksgiving. So there's still plenty of time. It doesn't interfere with the holiday, but. Um, the link is currently in my bio to check out the trip and get more information on it. See the full itinerary and hopefully sign up. So yeah, there's only okay, a few cool. spots left, but uh, I think I'll put that link in the show notes too. Oh, thank you.
0: And Breeze is coming with me. I saw that. I saw that Breeze was going and I was like, I'm feeling left out, but I'm going to be in Panama. Uh, for my 40th birthday that week well she's hosting a trip to bali in april i saw that too and i'm gonna go (laughs) i think i may need to go to that one
1: yes (laughs) yeah so it was it was pretty exciting she's such a good friend of mine um that i met you know through social media how did you guys meet well, okay, yeah, yeah we, we both were following each other and she, we didn't have any interaction with each, like we both followed each other, but we really didn't have any interaction actually until Nell's sister passed away. And I announced, I, I put something on, on Instagram about, you know, my cat and losing her and, and Breeze wrote me a sweet message. And, and it was kind of like, she was somebody that like, you know, I, I knew I, we had like a mutual friend or two or something along those lines, but that was our first yeah. like real interaction. Um, and then wow. I got reservations or permits um, to have a soup pie in Arizona for a group of four, myself included. And so instead of inviting friends, you know, that I already knew, I decided I would invite three girls like from social, from Instagram that I but wow. wanted to get to know, and Breeze was was one of them. So I threw the wow. invite out to her and then two others, and we all went and had a great time. And then Breeze and I really maintained um, the friendship after that, and and wow. got a lot closer. So, and it'll be nice. She lives in Reno, er, no sorry, she lives in Tahoe now. Um, and so we don't see each other very often um so the fact yeah. that like she's coming to costa rica with me and then i'm going to go to bali with her and and so yeah it's going to be a lot of fun i'm really right. so that's yeah. going to be so fun and the pictures are
0: going to be epic i cannot wait
1: yeah <laughs> i mean i hope so but i'm definitely like the nice thing about the nice thing about this trip um i mean i'm sure everyone will get great photos but there's no um there's there's no pressure to post anything like for it so that's always kind of a nice thing is just when there's you know sometimes I'll go on you know trips that are sponsored with brands or something along those lines and, and right. you have to get a set amount of photos and post them and all that kind. right and there's there's nothing so it really can be just about you know engaging with people and, and being there to, uh, to be together so But yes, I'm sure in today's world, we will all get some great photos. (laughs) Yes. Have you been to Costa Rica before? No, this will be my first time. Okay. I I loved it. I
0: had a great time. Oh, good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm slightly concerned. So October is supposedly their wet month, their wettest month. Yeah. Um, Yep. And November should be, we should be coming out of that. So, fingers crossed that there isn't like a a super lengthy wet season this year but we'll
0: see yeah. it's the tropics yep and the, <laughs> the roads and the driving are terrifying so I'll warn you oh god I, I mean it was like I yes was like butt puckering
1: most of the time <laughs> yeah okay yeah, well
0: it, it's it's unbelievable but it was so fun and the howler monkeys and the sloths and it's just oh, gorgeous cool.
1: yeah yeah I can't you wait and have I was really excited just because you know I'm planning it for November which is about a month into my seasonal depression so it'll be very <laughs> it'll be very needed
0: <laughs> and the podcast circles back <laughs> that's fantastic
1: yes, yes.
0: so uh, well I know I've taken up an hour of your time can you tell everybody a little bit about who you are
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we're really coming full circle. Um
0: <laughs> yes. So
1: my name is Holly Johnson. I live in Seattle, Washington. I'm a Washington native. Um I got into hiking in my mid-20s. It was a a venture that I took on by myself, but at the time I didn't have any outdoor friends. So it was something that I just kind of got into alone. And found the greatest you know therapy from it and oh there's my cat <laughs> I don't know if you just heard that she just made a terrible noise yeah.
0: I did. I, I heard it. Hi, this. baby. Okay. Um, that's always. That's always our cue.
1: <laughs> to to get off the, the, the phone. Get um, <laughs> Hiking led to social media, and social media led to a a complete second side job. So um, it has been such a journey, and. I, I I love it. I love the life that I've created for myself. Mm,
0: so fantastic. Well, I'm I'm just so thankful that we finally were able to make a date work, and uh, love having you on today. This is just so I I know all the listeners are just going to love hearing your story. Oh, good. It's really awesome. cool. Okay. Well, um, so awesome. And maybe I'll maybe I'll be with you guys in Bali.
1: Yeah, she's got brief has the link <laughs> in her bio, so you can check that out. Um, but yeah, yeah I've never been to Bali, neither has she, and. I'm really excited about that one. And actually I haven't
0: been there either. So that's definitely on the list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you can check it out and yeah, How it's cool. gonna be it's
1: gonna be a lot of fun. Plus I love trips in the spring. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Wow, that will be fun. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for being on today and all right, have
1: a good awesome. night. Talk to you
0: soon. Okay. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye. This has been a BU Find Happy Podcast.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. For more inspiration, check out our link. Where is that bye bye bye
0: bye